Consciousness and Understanding Channelings from Clyde Trepanier Volume 1 Continued Sessions from 1959 August through September Saturday, August 1st, 1959 My beloved children, peace be with you. In the hearts of all of you arise many questions. Operating as you are in this vibration that exists upon the planet that you call Earth, it is difficult to understand the actions of the more advanced planes. But let me assure you that each of you, by following your guidance, that inner urge within you, will come into your own will fall into your path and will fulfill your destiny. There are many scientific things that we should like to share with people of Earth. For one thing, we are controlled by universal law. And another, we could not, as yet, give to planet Earth the powers that will one day be hers. Her people, and especially those who are in power, have not as yet reached a stage where they are capable of coping with these powers, of using them to the advantage of their people rather than to the advantage of selfish interest. And to bring to you an example of what I am speaking, already the powers that control planet Earth are using powers wrongly. Already, your military powers are using sacred gifts of certain individuals to gain information. They have learned that they can apply these powers to their advantage. If certain other energies and scientific knowledge were made known to them at this time, it would be used in the same manner. Your science is advancing regardless and your scientists are discovering more and more of universal powers and of what you term as psychic powers. These should be used with reverence and used to the advantage of mankind. Until spiritual understanding becomes predominant among Earth people, these powers are in dangerous hands. We shall do all that we can to prevent these powers being used as a destructive force. We are not, at this moment, as concerned that these energies, these powers, be known by Earth-man, as we are in the development of mankind, in trying to bring into his realization a desire for spiritual knowledge, and this can only come from within. All mankind has somewhere within him this desire. The problem is to spark it, to ignite the flame, so that it might burn within him and spur him onward. Within each of you is the ability to draw this knowledge which you seek. Each of you have within you a desire for certain accomplishments. These desires shall be fulfilled through your own efforts you can do that which you desire to do, and help is forthcoming to each individual who makes the effort, removes the blocks, 
and proceeds upon the path. No man is helpless. He only needs to make the effort. However, Earthman has much to overcome. He has allowed himself to become attached, and many times our attachments can be a tremendous block in our path. Questioner. Personal or material? Source. It could be either or both. Emotions can also bring about great blocks. These things we must recognize and deal with. Each, in his own way, must deal with his or her problems. But above all, we must recognize our problems. For unless we recognize them, we have great difficulty in dealing with something that we do not recognize. We must face ourselves openly and squarely. Many people on planet Earth have been given great opportunities to serve. In many cases, they have served well for short periods, and then their weaknesses overcame them. They were not able to cope with the temptations. They were not strong enough to say, Get thee behind me, Satan. So many have failed. A few have succeeded. Many others will be given the opportunity, and perhaps your opportunity will come. But have patience, my friends. Have patience and prepare, for it shall take strong souls to overcome. When the pupil is ready, the teacher will appear. Continue your preparation, for you know not when you will be called upon. And I have not the authority to name the time, but the time depends somewhat upon the individual. Therefore, let each of us attempt daily to prepare ourselves for a greater opportunity to serve. And when that time arrives, let us each serve to our fullest capacity. Let us serve in love, in humility, and in understanding. In love, I leave you. Monday, August 10th, 1959. Peace be with you always. Beloved, where two or more are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of you. Were this not so, I would not have stated so. Beloved children, increase your light, that it might shine forth and lighten this dark world of yours. Great is the need in this hour. You can be of no greater service to your fellow man than to build your own light and use it to lighten the lives of those about you. It is not necessary for you to preach your truth in the temple or to shout it from the rooftop. Nay, not so. For he who lives the law attracts unto him that and those who are seeking to know. Cast not your pearls before the swine, no, 
but let your light so shine as to fill the lives of those with whom you come in contact. These will be the temples that shall bring the truth to earth man. Not the temples built by those who would bring to man that which he would have him know. Man of earth has had truth withheld from him long enough. Now he shall have the opportunity to know the truth and woe unto those who have falsely taught in my name. Their karma shall be great. Great temples of stone are not necessary in the eyes of the Great One. His truth is revealed in the hearts of man. Love ye one another, for in so doing you are living the law. Cast aside these petty grievances. Let the love of the Great and Radiant One fill your hearts with love. Condemn not that which you have, but bless it and use it to glorify truth. For when ye have found the kingdom, all these things are added. There is lack for nothing in his kingdom. To lose one's possessions in spirit is to gain them, for in true spiritual understanding there can be lack of nothing. Many have been the great masters who have trod your earth. Each has brought great teachings of truth, but the darkness has hidden these truths. Therefore, let he who has eyes see, and he who has ears, let him hear and know the truth. It shall not be found in the great temples, but in the heart of man. Know ye not that ye are the temple of creation? O man of earth, open your hearts and receive this great light which is being given to you at this time. Yea, I say unto you, man but needs to open his heart and receive the glory of the one great being. He need only be touched by this light to awaken in him great revelations to bring about a degree of understanding that will put him on a path of great magnitude, great learning, great wisdom and understanding. Beloved children of the light, open your hearts that this river of light might flow to you and raise you to heights far, far beyond that you can now conceive of. Blessed be ye everyone. Blessed be ye. May the love of the Infinite Father fill your cups to overflowing, and may your being become so filled with His great love that your light will shine forth for all to see. And may this light emanating through you raise the consciousness of this planet to a new level. Peace be with you, my friends. Peace love, and understanding. Friday, August 14th, 1959. May the peace of love and understanding of the Great One be with you each tonight. 
You speak of experiences, of visions, of dreams that come to you. But let me state this, my friends. Each of these is something that means a great deal to you. And as your awakening comes, you will understand the purpose of these things. It is also possible that you might bring about an understanding of these things through your own meditation, by taking them within you. I am sure that each of you in the not too far distance will experience a number of things of this nature. Man, in his unawakened state, has great difficulty in understanding himself, in understanding the nature of his being. You see, my friends, the fact that you have experienced so many lifetimes leaves a great deal stored in your consciousness. I wonder what Earth people would do if suddenly their past experiences were to flash before them. I am afraid that some of them would not be able to cope with them. They would not believe what they saw. But on the other hand, perhaps they might understand why they must do certain things, why they are drawn to certain people, and why they find themselves so closely associated with certain people, and why certain relationships exist. Many of these things are a great pattern formed by past experiences. Karma, my friends, plays a great part in one's life. Karma can be on the positive or on the negative side, for you see, my beloved friends, it works both ways. As your great master once stated, as you sow, so shall you reap. And this, my friends, is a definite positive law that always brings about the same result. That is why, in many cases, individuals find themselves drawn to certain individuals, associated with them at various times in their lifespan. These associations often occur only for a short period to bring about certain results. Others may be of long duration. Today, all across the surface of planet Earth, there is a great deal of bringing together certain individuals. Now, all of this, my friends, is not karmic, for in many cases certain individuals are here for certain purposes in the plan that is being carried out at this time. And in the work that is in store for these individuals, it is necessary that certain ones be brought together from time to time. And this is arranged in unusual ways. Those of you who find yourselves open and receptive to inner guidance, I am sure, have no doubt that often, through no doing of your own, you are brought into certain action. You do certain things and you find yourself in certain places at certain times. And often, those whom you thought would be there are not, and those whom you did not expect are there. Often these things are arranged and controlled from sources outside yourself. 
more and more people are becoming aware of the changing times on planet Earth. Some are awakened to action, and others find themselves rather unconcerned. To use one of your expressions, they take the so what attitude. These, my friends, are mentally lazy individuals. They are not ambitious enough to put forth the effort that is necessary for their own enlightenment. Or, they are worshipping a false master which they are not willing to forego for the higher learning. Materialism has become a god for the multitudes of earth people. It saddens our heart to know that these people are soon to lose their god and they will have nothing to cling to. They shall find themselves in great despair, and they shall sink deep, for there will be nothing there for them to hold to. Build your foundation, my friends, on this spiritual rock, and you need have no fear for the future. There is such a great amount of work to be done for planet Earth. The response of the masses is very, very slow. With all the help that is being sent to planet Earth at this time, if its people were only slightly receptive, a great deal could be avoided. A great deal of pollution would be cleared from Earth's aura. But the response has been so very, very slow, and the efforts have been so great. We are hoping that this situation shall shortly change. There has been some improvement in the results of our influences among some of your leaders, or perhaps I should say, there appears to be. The results are not yet evident, but our prayers are going out hourly for these people. Now, my friends, I think I have rambled long enough. I shall bid you good night and leave you with my love, my peace, and my blessings. Sunday, August 23rd, 1959. Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel of Arcturus. You have met here tonight on the eve of the launching of a satellite that is to help Earth people in their spiritual awakening. It is true, my friends, that this is being done, as many other things are being done for planet Earth. The purpose of the device is to attempt to bring about a method of amplification of the efforts of those who are attempting, sincerely, to raise their spiritual consciousness or understanding. This will be effective to every effort made towards spiritual evolvement, providing sincerity and true effort is present. It is impossible for anyone to use this energy in any other manner. Any selfish motive in the minds of any individual attempting to gain benefit from this energy will automatically cancel any benefit that might be derived. Also at this time, any love or light that is sent by you to the masters shall also be increased to them 
and they in turn can amplify it again and return it to the people of Earth. I would strongly suggest that any of you seeking spiritual enlightenment might put forth extra efforts during these periods. I would suggest especially that you use to a degree some of the breathing exercises that are described in some of your written material. I do not feel that it is my prerogative at this time to go into this, for I think you have this information. By using this method, you are able to draw within your being these energies and have the benefit that you would normally receive greatly enhanced. So much for that. Earth people are so greatly in need of help at this time. If they would only realize their need and accept the help that is offered to them. People of Earth have a great deal to face in the very near future, and they shall need all of the help that is available to them. Planet Earth, in order to avoid total destruction, must bring about a new brotherhood of man. This can only be done if man will accept the laws of his Creator and abide by them. And the greatest of these laws is that ye must love one another. For to hate another is to hate yourself, for you are part of the whole. All man, all mankind are one in creation. It is time that Earthman realized his true existence. It is time that he stops living for himself and starts living for the whole. There is no other way, my friends, for any other way will go against the laws of your Creator. Therefore, man, to exist for long, must learn to love. You see, the great difficulty for Earth man is that he does not understand. He thinks of love as emotion. But true love, my friends, is understanding. Therefore, we must learn to understand ourselves first of all. When we have learned to understand ourselves, then we begin to understand our brothers. And when we understand man as man is, then we begin to love. Because we know man is what he is, because he is man, and we realize that man is only expressing to gain experience so that he might know truth. And when we have this understanding, we lose hate, greed, jealousy, resentment, and all of the things that go to make up the conditions that are found upon planet Earth today. Beloved friends, we realize how much this has been repeated. But what else is there to say? Because before man can have anything of value spiritually, he must have understanding. And the first step in understanding is to know oneself. As you meditate upon this sincerely, you shall find many answers coming to you. 
many realizations or revelations, as they are sometimes called by Earth people. Much more help is awaiting Earth people, if only they will make the effort to gain understanding. When Earth man has attained understanding, even to a small degree, peace will reign upon planet Earth. For with only a slight amount of understanding, man will see the utter futility of war, of hate, and greed. So, my dear friends, take advantage of every opportunity to raise your consciousness. Encourage your friends to do likewise, for as you raise your consciousness, you have improved the race consciousness of planet Earth to a degree, and this is the thing that will eventually turn the tide. The time is now. Time has run out for planet Earth. The prophecies are being fulfilled. Therefore, man of Earth has no choice. The only choice he has is whether he will go with this planet into the new age or leave this planet for one that is of like vibration. For in the new age, planet Earth will have a new and higher vibration, and in order to live upon it, spiritual understanding will be necessary. And now, my friends, I must leave. I extend to you the love and the blessings of my people. I am Oxel. Monday, August 31st, 1959. May peace, love, and understanding engulf the hearts of each of you this night. So be it. My beloved friends, planet Earth and its people find themselves at this time in such a precarious situation. Only because they have allowed to come into their hearts greed, hate, jealousy, self-pity, ego, and so on. Man has had these things so implanted in his consciousness that they have become a part of him, so to speak. It is difficult for some of us who live in an environment of love and understanding to see how man of earth can be so oblivious to the things that are bringing about his downfall. Over the centuries, man has had the opportunity to learn of these laws. Master after master has come to your planet, bringing a message of truth, of love, telling Earthman of the universal laws and asking him to go with these laws. Buddha, Krishna, Jesus, and many others have brought this message to Earth people. Great multitudes of earth people profess to follow the teachings of one or another of these masters. In your hemisphere, those who call themselves Christians are more familiar to you. They profess to follow the teaching of the great master you call Jesus of Nazareth. Yet, how few, even to a small degree, 
attempt to follow the teachings. How many do you know would go the extra mile, would turn the other cheek? Who would do many of the things that are necessary in order to be a true follower of the teachings of this great master? Many of your so-called Christian churches have removed part of the teachings from the writings that have been handed down to your people. They have decided who shall be given the teachings and what part of these teachings shall be given to their people. This, my friends, follows down to the individual who decides for himself the certain portions of these teachings he will follow. Other portions which do not suit his purpose, he will ignore. This does not work. This does not blend with universal law. For if man is to reap the benefit of universal law, he must go all the way, not a quarter or a half. I cannot love the neighbor upon my right and hate the neighbor upon my left, for I am not fulfilling the law when I do this. I cannot extend to one man the hand of fellowship, of love, because he is conforming to my truth and not to another because he does not agree with my truth or my understanding. These are the conditions that exist among the masses upon planet Earth. This constitutes the race consciousness that exists. Each of you who are able through your own efforts to rise above this consciousness, to go all the way, to master universal law, these, my friends, will be the ones that will bring this race consciousness to a point where man of earth will move into a completely new consciousness. There are today upon planet earth many who are on the verge of accomplishing this. They need only to put forth a little more effort and determination in order to accomplish this. I do not imply that these are in the majority, but rather in the minority. But a minority group can do a great deal in furthering the evolvement of Earth man. Once this has been stated, and it has been started, it shall gain momentum. For the light emanated by these enlightened ones shall bring unto them many more. For all man is seeking in some degree. And any light that shines bright enough is bound to attract unto it others. I say again to all of you, love ye one another. See in each a perfection that ye know exists. Ah, how beautiful is the true you of all of us. Let us see this beauty. Let us see ourselves and our brothers and sisters for what they are. May the peace the love and the understanding of the Infinite One fill the hearts of each of you to overflowing. So be it, so be it, and ever shall it be, beloved.
Tuesday, September 8th, 1959. I greet you, beloved friends, in love, in light, and in understanding. We who are, shall I say, the opposite life of existence to yours, perhaps even that is a poor expression. You know, beloved friends, it becomes quite difficult for us to convey to you in words of your language a complete understanding of what we are attempting to convey to you. We do not particularly like the expression of higher realms, for we do not feel that we are above you. It is merely that on some things, let us say, we have a little better understanding. Therefore, we are anxious to help those of you who are seeking higher understanding. This we try to do in many ways. We are limited in the help that we can give you by universal law. We dare not and will not invade your own free will, but we are anxious that each of you grow as rapidly as is possible according to your pattern. For each of you do have a pattern of growth that is to be followed by you, but often individuals are behind schedule, so to speak, and we attempt to help them in every way possible. You see, Earth man is often misled by his race consciousness. He knows deep within that this or that is what he should be doing, but he does not conform because of what seems to the individual would cause criticism or perhaps disruptions in certain customs. In other words, this is not the way it is being done, therefore I must conform to the customs. People of Earth have long been victims of customs. These have become a part of the race consciousness of Earth people. Many of these customs must be broken. Evolvement of individuals depends greatly upon the determination and the desires of each individual. Man must learn to know that the greatest evolvement will come as you as an individual learns to use the universal laws. Man is first obligated to himself. There is nothing that is more important to each of us than our own individual development. For in order to serve and to benefit those about us, we must first be able to radiate the love and understanding that goes with evolvement. Each as he becomes conscious of his own being, as he realizes his at-oneness with all creation. Realize that you are a part of this one great power. Each of us a tiny minute part, yet each of us expressing as an individual, yet a part of the whole. This, beloved ones, is quite difficult to bring to you in your present level of understanding. Parts and counterparts, division upon division, have each a small yet important part of the whole. But I must repeat that at the level that Earth people stand today, the first step is love. 
to try to see the perfection of creation in everything that we see. This at times may seem impossible, yet as we practice going within and bringing ourselves into at-oneness with that higher part of us, with that higher consciousness, we begin to get more and more of this feeling of at-oneness. And in this great silence, as we become more and more familiar with this, we begin to take on the realization of how and why there is but one expression. Truly, truly, beloved ones, ye are all gods and goddesses. It is only a matter of time. Let each of us start right where we are. From this day forward, with what we have at hand, we shall begin our work, and upon this let us build. Let us meet every situation with love and understanding. Let us know that nothing is by chance, that each experience that comes our way, regardless of how minute, is an experience brought to us whereby we may learn. For we learn only by experience, no other way. Experience, beloved ones, is our only teacher. I could talk to you for hours, attempting to explain how to accomplish a certain feat, but until you have accomplished it, you do not know. You only know what I have told you. So let us be thankful and grateful for every experience that comes to us, and let us attempt to find our proper lesson in each experience. For no one present experience will repeat itself if we have learned from it. So you see, beloved ones, we really have no choice but to take what we have at hand and mold from that that which we would like to be. We have created what we have. Therefore, if we wish higher understanding, we must start by creating it. For all of us are creators, and we create that which we desire most. Every thought that we send out is creative. It creates and returns. So you see what we think is most important. Let us think in high and positive terms, visualizing always the highest, building our light through love and understanding. Day by day it becomes brighter. The radiance of our being begins to attract and we find ourselves in the midst of great joy, great peace, great understanding. And we find attracted to us those who are seeking the understanding that we can give them. It is amazing how the radiance of one's light attracts and how far this attraction sometimes reaches. I am sure that all of you here have experienced this to a degree. My daughter, let not your heart be troubled. You seek to know his truth, and it shall become known unto you. Your purpose is high. Your efforts are strong. Sometimes one becomes impatient, 
but to all of those who sincerely seek and who patiently trod the path, all things shall come in due time. Now, my friends, I am told that I have stayed my time with this instrument, so I must leave you. My love and my blessings I leave with each of you. Peace be with you, beloved ones. Peace be with you now. Saturday, September 12th, 1959. Peace be on the heads of each of thee, my friends. May the blessings of the great masters, both within and without your planet, rest upon the heads of each of thee. Seek ye each, my friends, for understanding, for knowledge, for wisdom. Develop in yourselves a love with understanding, a love that will reach beyond understanding. Reach deep into your hearts and cast out that that has so long repelled the love and understanding which you have sought. No man shall come unto the Father except he who hath love in his heart, except he who cast out all jealousy, resentment, hatred. Let each of us probe deep within us. Let us explore each corner of our consciousness. Let us do it sincerely, fairly, honestly. Let us accept what we find there and bring it out and replace it with love. For where the Father's love dwelleth, these things do not exist. I wonder, O beloved children, just how much you realize the damage that comes from these things. We wonder sometimes how earth people can be so blind to themselves, how they can depict all the weaknesses of another, yet they are completely blind to their own. And then they wonder why their spiritual growth does not come more abundantly. A great house cleaning is about to take place upon planet Earth and its people, and when this has been completed, planet Earth will have been thoroughly cleansed and will be ready to come into her own. Little have I said to you, yet I have said much. Ponder my words. You are wondering who I might be. Does it matter? Have I spoken truth? Who am I? Who are you? I am an intelligence, a small minute part of the one great intelligence. What more can I be? I ask the great lords and masters of the cosmos to place upon each of you their blessings, their love, and their understanding. In love, I leave you. Monday, September 14th, 1959. I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love and light of the infinite creator. I am Hatan. 
Today, upon planet Earth, there exists in one nation great elation, while in your nation there exists more or less a state of depression. In the one nation, they feel a great milestone has been reached, and perhaps it has. It is unfortunate that there must exist between people upon any planet a condition of this type. Here we have two great powers divided against one another, each claiming to have a superior way of life, each pointing at the other and accusing. Frankly, my friends, we fail to see too much superiority in either. Among the leaders of your great nation, there are some great men who are striving to pull this nation up by its bootstraps, so to speak. But I assure you that they have great resistance forced upon them. There is no reason why any nation should be advanced scientifically over your nation. The only reason is the great waste that has taken place. Your nation has ruthlessly wasted its resources. It has not used the scientific knowledge that it has to the best advantages. Too often, time and material have been wasted on projects that were known to be outmoded. Jealousy between factions has been a great factor also. Power interests through greed have wasted great amounts of resources of time, human efforts, money as you call it, which is no more than a representative of human efforts. There is no other reason why your nation should lag, but above all, there should be no competition between your peoples. These are the things that must be overcome. Men of all nations must join together and work for the good of all. And planet Earth shall never stand upon a firm foundation until these conditions are overcome. It does not appear, my friends, that Earth-man will overcome these things by mass in the short time that is left. It appears that individuals doing the overcoming within themselves will be the only solution for self-survival. Time has been shortened a great deal by Earth-man's blunders. Therefore, it remains to be seen how rapidly the individuals will respond. I need not go into this in detail, for I am sure that all of you understand. I am sure all of you know what is to take place in the transformation of planet Earth. Those who are responsible for the shortening of this time have placed upon their heads a great karmic debt. This we regret, but we cannot change the situation. People are being awakened to these facts as rapidly as possible in order to give them the opportunity to make their own preparations, for it is entirely up to each individual as to which way he shall go, and no one can change that. Now, my friends, I must leave, but I should like first to thank each of you personally for asking the satellite to send you power so that it might be increased to send to others. 
for giving yourself tonight as a channel of love to be used to channel through the energy so badly needed by your people. This you can do any time you desire. You need only to make your desires known. Each of you here are sensitive enough that you should have felt the flow of this energy. May each of you, through your efforts to serve, raise your own consciousness to new heights, that each of you might find a better and happier existence. Adonai, my friends. Adonai. Tuesday, September 22nd, 1959. I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. I am Hatan. I am speaking to you tonight from a craft that is within your atmosphere. We have at this moment attuned our iconoscan to your location, and through this instrument we are able to observe you as though we were but a few feet in your measurement from you. This may be somewhat difficult for some of you to comprehend, but when the day arrives that we are able to share with you our science, you will see many things that will amaze you much more than will this device. Beloved friends, you are living today in times of great change much greater than you think or realize. These changes are coming about with an ever-increasing rapidity. And you too, beloved friends, shall experience great changes within yourselves. Each of you here on this night are here because you are seeking. You are seeking to know the truth. Therefore, you can expect great changes, and you can expect to know the truth. Knowing the truth shall bring great changes within you, for every step you take on the path to truth brings change. Therefore, let us be open and receptive that we may learn. I do not imply by this that you must accept everything as truth, but if we are to gain knowledge, wisdom, and truth, we must forever have an open mind. For when one closes the mind and decides within himself that he has all truth, he is dead, so to speak. For truth moves ever onward and forward. I know not where it ends. I know not what the ultimate in truth is. I have traveled great areas of space have found life in every corner, but I have not found the ultimate. You see, we too are searching and seeking for higher truth. We are no different than you. We simply, shall we say, are a step or two in advance, and we are reaching back, attempting to help our brothers, as are those that are ahead of us reaching back to help us. For you see, my friends, that is the way we serve. All creation moves in this manner, each attempting to serve his brother. For when I have served my brother, 
I too have been served. This, my friends, is a good thing to remember. In order to receive, we must give. And this law applies in everything we do, for if we have great truth and understanding, and use it only for ourself, it shall gain us naught. This, my friends, is happening day by day upon planet Earth, and it is things of this nature that bring the chaos that you find among your people. As those of you who are seeking to know truth reach higher and higher, you must be ready to have brought to you many things that may have been or may be contrary to some of the things that you have known to be truth. These things are going to come to earth people, perhaps a great deal more rapidly than you realize, for the time is short. You are going to find yourselves tested in many ways. I mean by this, you will have challenges to meet, and some of these challenges might be quite shaking to you. So I would suggest that much time be spent in prayer and meditation, preparing yourself for the things that are to come, preparing yourself to serve. For in the days that lie in the not too far distant, those of you who are children of the light shall have opportunities to do great service to your fellow man. The need will be much greater than you realize. Planet Earth must pass through some great changes in order to be cleansed, to be balanced when she passes into the next dimension in space. We of the Confederation are going to see to it that this great planet is not lost as was another a few years past. We shall not interfere in the evolution of Earth-man unless it is necessary, but if it becomes necessary, we shall and will. For we have at this moment over four million craft standing by for any emergency. So, you see, my friends, we are prepared. Now, my friends, I must leave this instrument. It has been my pleasure and my joy to have spoken with you. May each of you reach great heights in your search for truth. And may each of you, when your challenge comes, meet it in such a way that it will bring you great wisdom, great love, and great understanding. Adonai, my friends. Adonai Vasu Buragas. I am Hatan. <laughs>